Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. This is Optimal Living Daily Relationships, episode 127. Seven smart yet simple ways to handle difficult people, part one by Mark Chernoff of markandangel.com. And I'm Joss Marie, your host and personal narrator, right here on the Relationships Edition of Optimal Living Daily. This is the show where I read to you from some of the best relationship blogs on the planet, every weekday free of charge. We cover dating, breakups, marriage, and parenting, just to list a few. And yes, it's always with permission from the authors. Today, I have the first part of a two-part post by Mark Chernoff, all about handling difficult people. So make sure and come on back again tomorrow for part two. That'll be episode 128. Also, if there's a certain topic or author or blog that you'd like to recommend for this show, please do. We're always looking for new relationship content, so we'd love to hear your suggestions. To get in contact with us, just come by oldpodcast.com or you can join our Facebook group and let us know that way too. The shortcut link is oldpodcast.com slash Facebook. But for now, let's hear today's post and start optimizing your life. Seven Smart Yet Simple Ways to Handle Difficult People, Part 1, by Mark Chernoff of MarkAndAngel.com. This afternoon, I took my son Mac to the community playground. As I was chatting with another parent, I looked over and saw Mac's eyes swelling up with tears. I ran over to him and asked what was wrong, but all he could do at that moment was quiver his bottom lip. So, I turned to a young teenage girl swinging on the swings and asked her to tell me what happened. She explained that two bullies had been teasing Mac and calling him names for the past few minutes. I told them to stop, she said, but they kept calling him smelly and telling all the other kids that he pooped in his pants. And then, all the other kids stopped playing with him. Those bullies are so mean. I felt my heart aching and racing at the same time. Where are those bullies now, I asked. Max suddenly spoke up. They ran away when I started crying, he said through his tears. I thanked the teenage girl, picked Mac up, and carried him to a nearby picnic table. Initially, even though I was fuming inside, I just wanted to cheer Mac up. So I quickly told him a few of my favorite kid-friendly jokes, until thankfully, I was able to get a genuine giggle out of him. Then, I pulled two dark chocolate bars out of my pocket, handed one to him, and said, cheers. He smiled and gave me a huge hug, and I relaxed a bit, knowing that he was sincerely feeling better. 
A few minutes later, I asked Mac what bothered him most about what had happened on the playground. Even though he's only three years old, I know Mac is a tough kid who's incredibly well-spoken and mature for his age. He usually doesn't cry or even pay much attention when random bullies start misbehaving and acting foolishly. I don't smell and I didn't poop in my pants, he explained. But those two mean bullies lied about me and everybody looked at me with a yucky face and believed them. Then, nobody wanted to play with me. I had no friends. Again, tears started welling up in his eyes. And again, my heart began to ache and race. I could feel Mac's pain. I've certainly felt his kind of pain in my own life, too. And just as I was about to tell Mac it was time to teach those two bullies a lesson they never forget, I remembered the words of my late grandmother. Many moons ago, when I was going through a similar situation in elementary school, she told me, those bullies just want to make you feel bad all day long. That's their goal. If you continue to feel bad about their foolish antics, they win. However, if you let go of their foolish antics and instead focus on feeling good and helping other people feel good, you win. There's always a winner in these situations, and it's always your choice. I did my best to gracefully reiterate my grandmother's wisdom to Mac, and he sat quietly and listened intently as his ears gradually dried up. Then he gave me another huge hug and said, Thank you, Daddy. I feel good now. I win. The Art of Handling Difficult People Regardless of our age or social status, there will always be some difficult people out there who want nothing more than to bully and belittle us. Sometimes they're colleagues at work. Sometimes they're people in our neighborhoods. Sometimes they're those mean kids on the playground. And just as difficult people will always exist in the world, so too will our power to choose how we respond to them. Do we let them make their pain our own? Or do we choose to transform that pain into personal growth and strength? Do we let them win? Or do we choose to win? It's hard to make wise choices in the heat of the moment. But when we choose to win and transform pain into personal growth and strength, we aren't just improving our own lives, we are also improving the lives of the people we love and the people who look up to us. With that said, however, Sometimes handling difficult people and winning is, well, difficult. Angel and I have worked with hundreds of course students and coaching clients over the past decade who were struggling through this very predicament. And gradually, we guided them through several smart yet simple strategies that work wonders. I want to briefly review a few of these strategies with you today in hopes that you can find value in them too. Number one, practice detaching yourself from other people's bias opinions. You may not be able to control all the things people say and do, but you can decide not to be reduced by them. The way people treat you is their problem. How you respond internally is yours. What you need to remember is that the things people say and do to you is much more about them than you. People's reactions to you are about their perspectives, biases, and past experiences. Whether people think you're amazing or believe you're disgusting, again, is more about them and how they view the world. Now, 
I'm not suggesting we should be self-indulged narcissists and ignore all the opinions and commentary we receive from others. I'm simply saying that incredible amounts of hurt, disappointment, and sadness in our lives come directly from our tendency to take things too personally. In most cases, it's far more productive and healthy to let go of other people's good or bad opinions of you and to operate with your own intuition and insight as your guide. Number two, wish them well and move forward with your day. Don't lower your standards, but do remember that removing your expectations of others is the best way to avoid being disappointed by them. Realize that there's no reason to expect others to treat you the way you treat them. Not everyone has the same heart as you. Meditate on that. Let it sink in. Ultimately, the real test is being kind to unkind people. And yes, you can always stand tall and be sincerely kind to people you strongly disagree with. Remind yourself that you never know what someone has been through in their life or what they're going through today. Just do your best to be kind, generous, and respectful no matter what. Truth be told, all the hardest, coldest people you meet were once as soft as a baby. And that's the tragedy of life. So when people are rude and difficult, be mindful. Be your best. Give those around you the break that you hope the world will give you on your own bad day, and you will never, ever regret it. Number three. Hear that in tomorrow's episode. You just listened to part one of the post titled, Seven Smart Yet Simple Ways to Handle Difficult People by Mark Chernoff of MarkAndAngel.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Like, Pretty much every parent out there, I dread the thought of my child being bullied. Right now, our son is 18 months old, and we can still pretty much protect him from every form of bullying. But I know those days are numbered, and eventually, he will face bullying in some form without me being there to put an end to it. So, I strongly believe the best thing Lee and I can do as parents is prepare him, to the best of our ability, on how to handle difficult people as soon as he's able to understand, so that when he experiences it, it may not come as such a shock and he'll be better equipped to cope. So, I just want to say thank you to Mark for letting us share this post. I'll undoubtedly be keeping it in my parenting toolbox so that I can refer back to it later. Thanks again. And I'd just like to mention again real quick that we're always trying to broaden our pool of relationship content. 
and we appreciate any of your recommendations for new topics, authors, or blogs. To get in touch with us, just visit oldpodcast.com or simply join our Facebook group and let us know that way. To join, just search for Optimal Living Daily in Facebook and request access. Or the shortcut link is oldpodcast.com slash Facebook. And that's it for episode 127. Thank you so much for listening today. And remember to come on back tomorrow for part two of Mark Chernoff's post, where your optimal life awaits. Hello, Life Optimizer. This is Justin Mollick, creator and producer of this podcast, but also Optimal Living Daily, the show where I read to you from even more blogs covering finance, productivity, minimalism, personal development, and more from incredible bloggers like Derek Sivers, Zen Habits, Mark and Angel, The Minimalists, and all the ones you hear on this show too. So if you enjoyed today's episode and like taking amazing blogs on the go, come on over to Optimal Living Daily and subscribe to that one too. And together, we'll start optimizing your life. You've been listening to Optimal Living Daily. Be sure to hit the subscribe button to stay up to date on each new episode and head to oldpodcast.com. That's oldpodcast.com for a free gift as well as more actionable tips and resources to help you maximize your potential. Thanks for joining us. And remember, your optimal life awaits.